Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Another one. Yeah, another indeed, one. another one. It's a Monday afternoon, the final Monday of February, uh, which is a reminder, of course, that we're into the year, fully, fully into the year. Hello, friends. How are you? Hello. How are you? Welcome back. Uh, thank you very much. It's good to be back. My name is Sean. Fast forward, taking you home, taking you wherever you're headed, really, through till 7 p.m. tonight. KEC's back uh, 2 to 4 on the grind tomorrow afternoon. Uh, DJ Khaled, Calvin Harris, Travis Scott, Jeremiah. And don't quit. Just keep on plugging at it. Uh, highlight of the weekend. Anybody want to share? Highlight of the weekend? Okay, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> Uh, ooh, Friday was sensational Saturday was really relaxed Sunday I was just gathering my thoughts again It's just beautiful to take three days off So you went first and that's all you can come up with Yes, that's all I can up with uh, I had a massage on the Friday Which really just set the tone for the rest of the weekend mm. I finished my first book for the year oh, I'm so well thrilled done. with myself um, it's something that is exceptionally hard for someone that has a bit of... I can't say I, I, I have ADD, like I've never actually been diagnosed. And I don't really know if But I, one just knows. But you just, you know, you're one of those types of people that when you open a computer and you open 12 tabs and you yep. have to look at them all. And you're one of those guys that sits in front of the TV and just changes channels all the time. Yeah. And it's difficult to stay focused. Short attention span, right? There we go. There we go. Uh, I have it too. What were we talking about again? I don't know. <laughs> you wrote a book. Oh yeah, I finished a book. Don't ask me what it was called. What, what, was it? what was it? I think it? it was something about the the privacy of Maxwell Sim, the incredible bad privacy, or something along those lines. The author was Jonathan Coe. That how much do I do? I you read everything the but the title. I read because it was such a the cover of the book. The was title is written was it in a, a weird way. It's a was book. it a nice picture on the no, front? No, not really. Oh. But it's written sort of. Um, it's a set of stairs, and there's a. It's a. It's a graphic. It's not was it a good read? It was an okay read. Can okay. I finish my story? No, we're trying to throw you off. <laughs> When you say it was a graphic, does that mean it was a colouring in book? <laughs> no, man, Jerry. Oh, wow. Sure, would love that. Like, I, I finished my first colouring in book. People of Cape Town. <laughs> adult colouring in books. It, it, it wasn't one of those. Shall we just start the show? No, Hi, let's carry it. on. Uh, was your weekend good? Yeah. Jerry, okay, you didn't finish a book. No. No, all right. Vine, <laughs> did you finish reading a book? Absolutely not. Okay, but, but I had your a weekend great was good. weekend. Yes, thank you. Okay, terrific. Everybody's men voted the Fandach. All right, Devin, your turn. Rugby sucked. Two podcasts down, which were great. Got to meet an inspirational person and woke up full of beans this morning. Look at this one. That's what that smell is. <laughs> he planned this. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Port at 6 o'clock. For Good Up FM Traffic, I'm Jerry Saunders. Thanks, Jerry. You're listening to Fast Forward with me, Sean. Jerry is here. Vani is here. Dev is here. And, of course, after 7 p.m. tonight, Ayanda Dlamini plays the tunes that you want to hear. You can get those requests in nice and early. Uh, after 9, D is back. And then after 11, Looney is in on The Late Show right here on Good Hope FM as we power summer, of course. Now we're talking Black Panther and moving along from Black Panther, one of the actresses in uh, Black Panther, Lupita Nyong'o, who, of course, has rave reviews in a variety of performances she's had. She's been on the lips of many people, not only because of Black Panther, but from the news uh, recently revealed with regards to Trevor Noah. If you haven't seen the story yet, we of course know about his award-winning autobiography, Born a Crime, Stories from a South African Childhood. Mm. Uh, it's getting the big screen treatment. They're going to make it into a movie. So cool. I had such a rad story that came out. Was it last week? Ended last week somewhere along. I think it's such a rad situation to be in uh, for Trevor and the country and all sorts of things. Uh, and nonetheless, uh, the Black Panther actress, Lupita, shared on her Instagram account that she will be playing um, a role in the movie. She said, I could not put the book down, excited to announce that I'll be starring and producing its feature film adaptation. Cool. 
Uh, Trevor responded saying, My mom is a powerful woman who could easily be one of the beautiful soldiers in Wakanda. So it's beyond a perfect fit that she would be portrayed on the big screen by the radiant and regal Lupita Nyongo. I'm beyond excited. So now we know she plays his mom, his mom. in the movie That's of his life. so cool. Isn't it just... That's so cool. So she gets to play Patricia in the upcoming film adaptation, which made me wonder who would play your mom. I mean, you've got the pick of the lot. All of the actresses in the world, local, international, uh, whomever you would choose. Of course, we don't know their personalities, but we know the kind of roles that they play. So maybe you can assimilate your mom's personality with the personality of of a Hollywood actress. I must say, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to pick a single actress to play my For mom. your mom? Yeah, I am. Me too. Uh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Why? So Cape Town, who would play your mom in the movie of your life? Have you, are you able yeah, to pick one? Yeah, like, like immediately off the cuff, um, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep to play the role of, of Jerry's Maggie mom. Okay. That's right. Yes, but if, mom. if Meryl was busy playing Vanya's mom, <laughs> <laughs> which She's absolutely really, really yeah. could happen, yeah. then the next one on my list would be Kathy Bates. I think she'd actually probably, maybe looks wise, is a little bit closer. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's like a combination of the two. I'm struggling because my mom is su- such a health fanatic, right? Which kind of leans me towards Gwyneth Paltrow because we know she's brought out all of these books. Yes, and they're both blonde. And she's named her children Apple. In good shape. Emperor, <laughs> yeah. Like but then I also kind of feel like, you know, there's a, there was a TV show called... Uh, no, I forgot what the TV show is called. But there's uh, Sally Field plays the mom in this TV show and she's got four or five kids. Yes, and, and the one is a soldier. And, and the other one's gay and this yes. one's got kids and that one's going through a divorce and yes i and remember that show always stuff going on that was a really good it was show. a great I feel show like sally yeah. field would play it, my mom no, really nothing well nothing about brothers is it brothers, brothers and sisters, sisters. Ah, there yeah, we go. and i have a sister and i'm my sister's brother so oh good work. wow it's perfect <laughs> sally field is sean's mom okay so who would play your mom well mine i would think if not meryl streep then diane keaton yeah. Oh. Looks wise, mm, definitely up really? there. Even with the long hair and the specs. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I haven't met your mom. She's so I just picture Diane bring her in. Yeah. <laughs> or Diane, whoever's available. Uh, Dev? I got three. Okay, three options. Three. All right. Helen Mirren's poise. Mm. Oh, Helen Mirren. Right. Okay. Right. Sigourney Dev's Weaver mom. looks wise. Sigourney is Weaver the to play Dev's mom. Okay. okay. From Alien. Joanna Lumley's passion of wine. Yo, he went deep. <laughs> um, uh, but the truth is, my mom's such an original. I don't think any of those women would do her justice. And uh, Look at you. I don't think that actress has been born yet. Although, let's wait until Mila Kunis gets a little bit older. Older. Possibly. Ooh. But uh, yeah, at the moment, no one does her justice. I like it. I like it. I'm complimentary, right? Because yeah. you want somebody in that place. To it's be- tough, man. Who, who would play your mom, Cape Town? In the story of your life, somebody has to be cast to play your mother on the big screen. Who would it be? 072-670-4025. Uh, why don't you let us know? With our 35 years experience in exclusively supporting, mentoring, and financing SMEs, you're not alone either. Yeah, not at all. Business Speed right here on Fast Forward, powered by Business Partners Limited. And we're joined on the line yet again by Arnold February from Business Partners Limited. Uh, Arnold, welcome back to the show. Hey, Sean. How are you doing, man? Are you well? Uh, always well. Always, always, Arnold. Thank you very much. Uh, I trust you are too. 
Yes, absolutely. Monday, happy day. Uh, terrific. <laughs> and uh, it's an afternoon for you as opposed to last week where you were just kind of starting the day after being stuck in meetings. Uh, as, as we talk about uh, seasonality of a business, I mean, very few industries are immune to the ups and downs of fluctuations. And as I'm reading, most entrepreneurs have experienced that sort of silent telephone syndrome or when the inbox just stops receiving emails. How or what would you say, what tips do you have for the seasonality of a business cycle? Arnold? But I think the, the important thing to know is that a lot of businesses go through seasons and it, you can't be oblivious to it as an entrepreneur and you need to get to know the cycle because, you know, if you're in a restaurant, your seasonality is different to whether, you know, you, you're supplying labor on a farm, for example. And I, I think that entrepreneurs know seasonality, but they don't take into account how, how in-depth or how difficult the, a season can be. Sure. So I think, first of all, map it out, stretch it out, and, and then plan towards it. The, I think the most important one for me in, in no season is it's a great opportunity to, to do you know, maintenance or retooling, see if there's any inefficiencies in your operating system, any bottlenecks, and even do training. You, know? you can do a lot of training as well in slow season. And a lot of entrepreneurs like the fact that during the low season they can cut certain expenses you can for example reduce your stock holding you know drastically in fact buy a lot of stock before you go in the low season and uh, also this if you structure your, your your labor force correctly you can have staff work you know on a part-time basis or in low season you can put them on contract um, and even reduce your amount of um, staff rotations. Right. So, so that's a big one. The other one that I would like to, to say is the first thing to normally go is marketing. The one thing you must not do is stop marketing. Mm. What you can do is maybe take a more leaner approach and focus on marketing that is slightly cheaper but with sufficient heat rate, which would include getting influential bloggers involved, uh, using social media, you know, running successful campaigns. I think that is a very, very important one. And I'm sure there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this, so I want to make this clear. You can consider a sideline business, but it's not highly recommended if the two are not parallel to one another. Okay. I want entrepreneurs to focus on the core but you can, for example, if you're in a restaurant business, use the same staff to to use tendering or do corporate functions. You know, don't do one that is a complete tangent to one another. Sure, sure. I totally understand. Arnold, before I let you go, does Business Partners Limited consider seasonality when, when discussing the loan terms with entrepreneurs? Absolutely. I think, I think it's... We're probably the most suitable for funding, uh, structuring, finance, off-season. We take into account uh, your turnovers. We can structure a loan not just on interest. We can do it based on your turnovers. Or we can do it uh, on equity participation. And I think entrepreneurs enjoy that flexibility. Mm. All right. And then, Arnold, where can we find you? I know I ask you this question every Monday, but sometimes we, we lose those details. Remind us, how do we get a hold of you? All right, so we have 19 offices nationwide. You can access our website, www.businesspartners.co.za. 
In the Western Cape, I'm at the regional office in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. You can reach us on 021-464-3600. But we also have a Balva office and a Stellenbosch office in the Western Cape. Terrific. Business part- like- Yes, go ahead. Sorry. I'd like to also give my email. It's afebruary at businesspartners.co.za. 100%. Arnold February. We'll chat again next week, Monday, no doubt. Business Beat, powered by Business Partners Limited, right here on Fast Forward on Good Hope FM, powering summer. You are not alone. Ah, uh, yeah, 20 minutes before 5 p.m. What a wicked tune, Zed. Elisa Carr, it's called Stay. I trust you will stick around with us as we take you through until 7 p.m. tonight, wherever it is that you are headed. We've got loads of wicked music on the way, including that track from AKA, which is currently sitting inside the chart, and Kelvin Harris, who's also inside the chart, plus an old-school throwback from Lou Bega, which I cannot wait to hear your voice singing along to. Speaking of your voice, um, so we've been seeing things in the news recently of raids, um, of... Uh, takeovers at home and there was a video that was posted recently with regards to cars that are being driven out of the Guptas um, in fact we just posted that now uh, car off the luxury car off the what? next supercar they supercar. being repossessed they're being repossessed by the looks okay. of things and then Jacques Poe's home was uh, raided I think late last night for a couple of hours they went in looking for uh, incriminating or any evidence rather which to me is a bit for what well, I suppose, I mean, he did write the President's Keepers, and I suppose they're seeking uh, information, more information. How did he come about the information? I don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, by the looks of things, they didn't know what they were looking for either. Uh, as I'm reading an article now uh, about um, how they were going through, uh, he is quoted as saying, Jacques is quoted as saying, they were looking for sta- secret state security files as part of their investigation. He's, he says, there's nothing like that lying around in my house. No. His wife has added to that saying that they're going through our restaurant files and CVs of locals who applied for jobs and old copies of Getaway. You know the magazine? Yeah. <laughs> what they were or the Fenta trailer ads. I suppose so. You never know with these hawks. They have got really great <laughs> eyes though, so who knows what they That's find. Insane. So it made me wonder if there was maybe something in, in your house. Like if someone were to walk into your house and kind of rummage through this stuff, maybe even your office drawer. Right? And I'm not saying they're looking for incriminating evidence. I'm just saying if they were to go through your things, is there something that they would find that might make you feel a little embarrassed oh, if yeah. they were to find it? Yeah. Like last week's lunchbox. Like last <laughs> week's lunchbox. That has like, like mossy things like growing Like food in that it. is half... Yes, precisely. Oh. You know, something that might be embarrassing... For you, if they were to find, it's not incriminating. incriminating. In any, it's not, uh, no, incriminating, okay. Incriminating, maybe not so incriminating. Unless you want to share details of that, you're more than welcome to. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, not something that's necessarily going to get you into trouble. But just makes you go, I wish I'd cleaned up a bit. I wish you didn't find that. I wish I had found a better hiding spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if only you had. I knew I should found, have loosened that floorboard. Oh um, man, like if only, like I have a CD collection, right? Yeah. I have a CD collection. Yeah, with all the boxes. With <laughs> all of the boxes the, like, and the, the cases. The shel- it's like shelves of CDs. It's great. I think it looks really good. And you can hide stuff in there. You, I mean, you could. I just don't want people to look very closely at some of those CDs because they're a little embarrassing. They're a little embarrassing. <laughs> Brittany, they're a little, can't wait. They're a little embarrassing. Uh, all my guesses are correct. <laughs> I have not <laughs> confirmed and I will not deny. Any information? You don't need to. Throwback Thursday. Is there anything that maybe someone would find that could be a little embarrassing? Like old shaving cream from three years ago that's still in the cabinet. Oh, for sure. Still in the cabinet. <laughs> that's not embarrassing. It could be. It could be. No, tell us the good stuff, Cape Town. All right. 072-670-4025. Or, of course, it's up on Facebook as well. Let us know. Why don't you? I think you're crazy. 
This year's new hero in crazy. Before it, good luck and saved by the summer as we double up local tunes, music from Davido as well as Ciara and Justin Timberlake on the way. Does your soccer club have what it takes to win big? You and your team could score your share of 10,000 Rand in Vangate Mall's 12 aside, uh, 12 under 12 rather, 5 aside soccer tournament on the 17th of March. Enter for free at Centre Management before the 9th of March, and your club could be one of 12 teams selected to battle it out in a knockout challenge to be crowned kings of the court. Limited places are available, and qualification is based on a first come, first served basis. T's and C's apply. Vangate Mall, a tapestry of choice, most certainly. As we move now to food, chatting food every Wednesday evening, we call it Let's Eat. And tonight we're joined by esteemed guest who is exceptionally well known. In fact, we've been asking you about some of the romant- most romantic spots in Cape Town all so long. And uh, while many eat out spots have been have been top of mind, the Drought Kitchen doesn't necessarily invoke the idea of romance unless your partner like mine is sustainably minded and very aware of the environmental issues we are facing i am most intrigued by the concept and the man behind it all mr luke dale roberts welcome to the show hi how are you doing i'm very well thanks thanks so much for taking time out of your exceptionally busy schedule to share more about this listen luke you are among the most well-known chefs in south africa and often find yourself in your establishments praised both locally and internationally for your ingenuity and your creativity Uh, your passion for food is evident now where did the idea for the drought kitchen originate well obviously um you know, with the drought, the pending drought and, and you know, the water crisis that there's been so much in the press, um, we got together and we started, like, brainstorming on what we should do in order to save water from a, from a restaurant level and also from a whole kind of unit level at the biscuit mill. Mm. And, um, you know, we're, we're responsible for quite a large consumption of water as a restaurant just for the process of running a restaurant, i.e. laundry, dishwashing, mopping floors, all those kind of things. So we looked at every way possible of recycling grey water, um, like taking ice buckets and mopping floors and taking the the condensation from air conditioning units and using that for the floors as well. Wow. And the list kind of goes on. Mm. Um, But then over and above that, we thought, you know, we, we need to remove. We had cloth napkins, cloth tablecloths, and we have our own in-house laundry, and we thought we, we should remove those and, and move over to paper. We've got paper napkins. Um, we've taken the tablecloths off, and um, people seem to be completely understanding it. And then uh, the, the whole drought kitchen idea, I mean, it's quite a word. It doesn't evoke um, thoughts of, a you know, a, like you said, a romantic dinner for two. Sure. Um, the 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 um the idea came about whereby to eliminate the use of the dishwasher or to 90% eliminate the use of the dishwasher which is one of the highest cons- consumptions of water in the in the restaurant we had to move over to a disposable plate okay and i looked at options um for disposable plates and uh, they were awful <laughs> and they looked terrible and yes. cheap and and uh, all that kind of thing. Okay. And so um, I designed these picture frames, and we basically we slot interchangeable pieces of card into the picture frames, and um, that card is then used as a kind of canvas to plate the food on. So it looks beautiful. It looks like a painting. Yes. Um, but it basically means that we save a lot of water. I, I and I mean, it. with the... 
Yeah, go on. Sorry, I was going to say that I, I love the ingenuity and the way you've been able to utilize your creativity to still bring your food to life. And at the end of the day, you're also making sure that your staff are are still employed here. I mean, it's the water issue is a big issue across Cape Town, and you've taken it upon yourself to come up with something uh, ingenious, really, to keep things ticking over. The drought kitchen is going to be a, a pop-up. Do I understand correctly, Luke? Exactly right. It's a pop-up within the test kitchen that will last for two months from the 1st of April for two months and then and then all being well the rains will have come and and the the pressure will be off a little bit but we'll maintain our water saving um endeavors and we'll continue to recycle gray water i think that it's it's the way of things to come and like it's it's just a reality that everyone needs to accept yeah and i think i mean there's a lot of talk about it but businesses that uh, adapt themselves adopt new processes are most certainly going to be the ones that survive and i and i think luke you, you're proving exactly that you've found creative ways to get around this and still present your beautiful food as works of art i, I gotta ask though is is the pop-up full i have a suspicion you're already fully booked without even being open yet we're, we're opening bookings tomorrow on the oh, 1st really? of March. Okay. So, so bookings for April and May and June will open. The, the bookings will open for April and May, the drought kitchen, and June for regular regular business. Right. Okay. Of course. Well, Luke, I know you're busy. I know you've got things to do and creative things to go and apply. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat about this. And, and of course, uh, we look forward to seeing your vision come to life. Um, I, I'm still gobsmacked. It's a wonderful idea. And I think you're doing phenomenal things, my friend. Thank you so much for your support. Appreciate uh, it. Only a pleasure. Luke Dale Roberts from the Test Kitchen, and you may very well be hearing more about the pop-up, the drought kitchen, popping up inside the Test Kitchen, like he said, like he said there, rather, uh, for the months of April and May. I think it's very clever, cutting down on the water usage, uh, coming up with picture frames that can be interchangeable uh, and still present beautiful pieces of art, edible art, uh, for you to consume. I love the way businesses are adopting themselves uh, ahead of the water crisis and avoiding day zero, of course. Let's eat. Back again next week, Wednesday. The clock for good FM traffic. I'm Jerry Saunders. Thank you very much, Jerry. As we move from the traffic to water issues, water for Cape Town's Paulette van Heerden is back. It's good to see you. Hello. You guys have had a busy day. We've had. We had to get up really, really early. Um, but I, I believe your Robin was there before us. She was there <laughs> she, at four. She more than likely was there before <laughs> before you were. But she, she was bright as breezy as always, so that was not Okay, so, so this morning, just run us through again. If people were tuned in this morning, they obviously would know what have happened. But if they're just catching up to now, the fact that you guys are out of school, yes. what went down? So we, you, your team and our team uh, pitched at Kanamea Primary. And we got to know all the children, grade R to grade 7. Mm-hmm. And we tested their knowledge on water saving. Okay. And they could win themselves a Water for Cape Town t-shirt, which oh, is cool. quite lovely. I'm sure they participated. Uh, and so a lot of them talked about the yellow mellow. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I was thinking about that over the weekend because we're, we're, there's a generation now that's growing up that's learning not to flush the loo. I know. Hey, I know. It was one of those things that we taught, were taught relatively early. Have you flushed the toilet? Go back and flush the toilet, which you would forget. I know. I know. So, so we had a lot of that until I said, okay, I've, I've got that one now. I need, I need some other reasons <laughs> to, something to else. win this t-shirt. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, Nigel Pierce was there and uh, we had a full, full haul. We had just over 600 littleies, very well behaved, um, obviously very much loved principal. Um, Waltons was there mm. as well. That, mm. that was great because they are coming aboard um, to be an active sponsor. So it was a good morning. I think we got the message across. The principal was saying we made it. We made an impression. Massive impact. They'll yes. remember that. Yes. So we're trying to internalize this 
what's water to you and why must you listen and why must you take the message home you know? yeah 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 and essentially that's what you're trying to do as an NPO go out there and educate especially the young ones uh, so that they take the message home and yes. like you say make an impression on them so they continue to make impressions on others around them and as an NPO it's it's necessary for there to be funds for you to be able to go out and do stuff yes. like this and yeah. it's really cool that we've collaborated so that you know you can partner and get the media coverage and stuff but what about businesses are they, are they getting behind you are, are they supporting Yes, uh, we've had a, a brilliant session with Jojo Tanks. We've had a brilliant s- session with Waltons. We're going to have another one. Um, we talked to Associated Press. Gosh, and I, I better not forget. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so essentially, but, so what, is it, few, that, what is it that you need to be able to roll this out at schools? You know, we know what will work. We know how to internalize the information with school children, and it's EduPacks that we've developed. So right. we've got pre-R, primary, and senior, and we need to get them printed. And we need them to cut, paste, color, because that's the foundation of literacy development. And that's essentially what the EduPacks are, right? It's, it's a series core, of pages. Core information about changing your behavior around water. Yeah, which allow for them to color in, Age to cut out. Yeah. To, yeah. Activity sheets, stickers, videos. And so... For us to really go bold now, I wish more companies would actually sponsor schools, EduPack needs. Mm. It's not that much, mm. but it will just allow us to move far quicker. You know, one of the central themes that we speak about when we address literacy is active citizenship. Yes. And a, a really amazing example was that of that was Ramaphosa when he said, send me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's such an amazing energy to work with um, and it's true for all of us in all spheres of our lives is to go I want to be an active citizenship so when I you know when we address school children we talk to them about being an active citizen and doing water saving behavior throughout the day in your routine because you and everybody next to you do it then we're all cool yeah so but we can't expect that of our children if our business community don't act as well and I really want to appeal to them. I'm not sure what we need to do to convince them to be- to become active citizens here and to be sent. Do you, know? do you think that they're running the programs of their own and for that reason they feel that they don't need to necessarily get involved with schools? It might work very well be, but one of the UN sustainable goals, they've got 19, is community-based solutions. Right. Okay. So schools are located in communities. We spoke about this a little bit last time. And there are businesses that are localized and they have schools in their community where their parents have their children go to school, mm-hmm. their parents work for them. Mm-hmm. I think it's incumbent on business to go, okay, you know what? We need to get involved in our communities mm-hmm. and be active citizenships, uh, c- citizens yes, and, yes. and do what uh, Ramaphosa said, you know. Send me. Send me. Send me. Yeah. Uh, all right. So people are now listening and they're inspired by your send me speech, Paulette, uh, and they want to get involved and they want to get in contact. Where would you send them? They can email or they can go onto our website. My email is simply my name uh, with Waterfall Cape Town or at Waterfall Cape Town, rather, .org. So it's Paulette. It's a Paul with the E-double-T-E mm-hmm. at Waterfall Cape Town and mm-hmm. the four is a numeral four. Yep. Please email me. Um, if you're a school and you think you know a business who might support you, Let's let's cover that angle as well. Mm-hmm. If you're traveling right now and it's easier for you to simply send a WhatsApp because you're not at a computer, send me a random WhatsApp right now. Just a little emoji on WhatsApp, 072-670-4025, and we'll reach out to you. We'll have your telephone number. We'll reach out. We'll we'll get the rest of the information from you and then be able to send it on to Paulette or put the two of you in contact with Great. one another. Uh, so you've got your cell phone in your hand. You've got WhatsApp. You can get hold of us immediately. Send us a, a an emoji. Send us a message. Send us a yes, pick me, send me. 
Uh, send that through to 072-670-4025 and let's connect the dots. Yes. One other thing we do at schools is we help them with a water audit. You know, and they look at us with big eyes because they see that's an expense, but it isn't. Because if you optimize your water use, you reduce your water consumption sure. and your and your month to month is and your monthly bills come reduced, down. Yeah. So it really pays for itself, and at the same time, you're being a responsible role model to all your children by implementing those water saving yep. plans and yep. devices throughout your premises. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you've brought aerators into the studio. I've been searching for things like this. Yes. I think they're wonderful. And yes. we should talk more about these in the future as well. Massive reduction in yeah. water consumption. Very, very cool. And it's a simple a simple intervention and quick and easy. It literally is unscrewing a tap. It, anybody can do it. Yeah. Fantastic. Paulette van Heerden from uh, Waterfall Cape Town, thank you so much for your time yet again and your energy, really, to inspire you, the youth. And for teaming up with us, of course, Good Up FM, H2O, Slow the Flow. If you've missed any of those details, by all means, give me a call, 089-210-9497 or via WhatsApp, 072-670-4025. Let's do this thing and slow the flow of H2O. Oh, this is DJ Snake, Bipolar Sunshine. What a tune. How are you? I can barely listen to the song without thinking about the music video, huh? Mm. Yeah, okay. So we're going a little bit before 20 to the hour on the other side of five, uh, five after five. Some of the biggest tunes as they trend around the world. We collate them and we bring them straight to your ears for your listening pleasure as we make your way home. And you make your way home. You know what I mean. Listen, we are kind of are we at the tail end of wedding season. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk at the moment online with regards to the, the royal wedding that's coming up. So for that reason, it's sort of wedding season is kind of in my mind again. Is it safe to say that the wedding season in South Africa kind of runs from November to February? Yeah, in Cape Town for sure. I mean, the weddings happen Summer. all year round, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but there's definitely the season. Oh, there's like a deluge of them. The prices are up year, during the, year. the season. Yeah, you feel it, don't yeah. you? So it's got me thinking about um, being included in a bridal party. And of course, I don't mean like the bride or the groom. I mean bridesmaids, groomsmen, and tasks that you have been asked to fulfill. I mean, there are lots of things that happen in terms of a wedding. Oh, jeez. In the build-up to the wedding, there's, yeah. the, there's a bridal shower, there's stag nights, there's the day of the wedding. Uh, some wedding couples have rather unusual requests or outlandish demands of things mm. that you need to do or not do. Uh, and I'd kind of love to hear them. Listen, in, in terms of my wedding, one of the things I remember requesting from my, my groomsman, in fact, there was only one, so my best man, is that he had to do a dance with me. I know that sounds weird. Let me try and recap. <laughs> it it didn't like a, because it's you, but then for everyone else who doesn't know you, yes. So I coordinated a flash mob with about six or seven of us. Right. And he was the, one of the people on the bridal party that I okay. insisted be involved. Cool. So I'm thinking of those types of things maybe that you as a groomsman or maybe as a bridesmaid were tasked with doing. It maybe weren't really the type of thing you wanted to do. Yeah, out of your like, comfort zone. Oh, well. I signed up for this, yeah. so I'm going to go for it. And I came up with an elaborate way of getting him to learn the dance too because I created a video and then I sent the video because there wasn't time for us to practice. Of so we had to learn the did. practice. He had to learn on his own. Yeah. And then everybody else had to learn it. And then we came together on the day of the wedding. And what was the practiced. song? Um, it was Usher and David Guetta, Without You. Okay. Do, uh, do you still have the video? I, no, of course uh, I don't. I'm sure we can find it somewhere. He says, hoping that nobody will ever find it. But I'm thinking maybe, I mean, maybe you as a bridal party, as in the the bride or the groom, maybe you made requests. Or on the flip side, as a bridesmaid or as a groomsman, what tasks were you expected to complete? Duties that you had set out for you? Hit us up on WhatsApp, 072-670-4025. We can definitely give you a call back. We'd love to hear those stories as Wedding season is sort of in and around the air, maybe coming to a close. Uh, maybe you're getting married and you've made requests from that bridal party. What are they? Do share. Traffic now.
Craig Lucas has got everybody singing along. Uh, thanks so much for all those WhatsApps. 072-670-4025. He definitely does a better job of singing than I do, that's for sure. Seems to be the consensus via WhatsApp as well. Listen, does your soccer... There, it's still going. Uh, does your soccer club have what it takes to win big? You and your team could score your share of 10,000 rand in Van Get Marl's under 12 uh, five-a-side soccer tournament on the 17th of March. Enter for free at Centre Management before the 9th of March and your club could be one of 12 teams selected to battle it out in a knockout challenge to be crowned Kings of the Court. Limited places are available. Qualification is based on a first-come, first-served basis. T's and C's apply. Uh, Van Gate Mall, a tapestry of choice as we switch tap now and go from the sporting fields to all things tech. Uh, as opposed to a Thursday, Tech Tuesdays, BP is in. How are you, sir? I feel like I should be jumping out of something. Going, Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> Because why? Because, because you're Tuesday. here on a Tuesday. Oh, I see. Sorry. We could have had like all the sound effects and stuff. Nonetheless. Uh, so you've been in at launches. You've been talking phones. And it's made you decidedly ill by the sounds of things. Well, no, that's because I went to Joburg and I got the flu. Okay. Well, so, I suppose one thing and the other thing, they're kind of connected. You know, uh, all are that you, up there. Are you loving the Samsung Galaxy S9, Brendan Peterson? I am loving the Samsung Galaxy S9, which is not surprising because I love the S8. So... The S9, I basically say to people, you know when they say don't, don't judge a book by its cover? Yeah. The S9 looks almost identical to the S8 where people, you know, struggle to tell the difference. Um, the biggest differentiator, obviously, is the fingerprint scanner is in the right place, finally. Okay. So, S8, it had it next to the lens. This year, we've got it below the lens, okay. which is now weird for me because I wasn't so used to putting my finger next to the lens. So now, now you put your finger on the lens. Yes, okay. uh, it's like well done, Samsung. But it's just a little bit of muscle memory, right? We'll get used to that pretty quickly. Eventually. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's other slight differences. It's actually slightly, and I mean slightly, shorter and slightly wider. But you've actually got to have the two phones next to each other to notice, to notice it. it. Oh, really? And it's weird because it's actually slightly thick and slightly heavier, but it feels lighter and thinner. I have no idea how they've done this. No, sleight of hand. So it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting. And yeah, I mean, it's got a couple of cool new features. It's obviously still got waterproofing. It's still got a headphone jack, which is fantastic. It's got dual speakers finally. So well done Samsung for finally bringing dual speakers to your phones. Um, Bixby, which no one's really loved. It's finally got an upgraded, and it actually can do useful things now. Okay, this is the augmented reality situation. Bixby is the, like the Siri, the Alexa, oh, yes, the not artificial... augmented reality, artificial intelligence. Exactly. There we go. Okay. So AI. yeah, I can actually do some useful things for once, and I was like, huh, finally. Um, so overseas, you were able to use Bixby in your camera to actually be able to do things like try out makeup. So they're working with Sephora and partners overseas so you can check and see what makeup looks on you. And then you can actually use the hmm. Bixby in the camera to go and buy it online without actually going anywhere. Oh, wow. Which okay. Which is weird and amazing. So that's cool. Okay. Um, and then obviously to take on Apple's and emojis, they've got AR emojis, which Sean, I think you saw on my Facebook. Yes, yesterday. I did. Yes, I did. You posted an image of what you would look like as an emoji. Well, actually, I've got a picture of Eugene as well, which I should share did on, you? on Twitter later. Yes, please do. It actually looks, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, so it's it's coming up on the 16th of March. It's not cheap. Like the S9, which is what I've got, is 15500 Okay. The S9 Plus is 18000 No, I can wait. It's 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 not a cheap phone. No. So, yeah. No. But that's that's dropping in just over a month. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, app of the week, BP? So, this app that everybody is talking about. Um, mm. If you've been on social media in the last couple of days, 
I actually don't know how to say this word. I was about is to it, say the same thing. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Vero? Is it Vero? Like very with an O. Vero. Yeah, it's V-E-R-O. So everybody is talking about this, this app at right. the moment. Okay. Um, it's kind of the new sort of it thing in social media. Right. It's actually been around for a couple of years, okay. I've discovered. Um, and the big draw card of it is... You know how Instagram and Facebook seem to be very anti anything in chronological mode. You know everything is just Algorithms. all over the show. Yeah. Like I'll see posts from like six months ago and like it, and then only realize afterwards. Yeah. Now it oh, looks like you're trolling. Exactly. Yes. And I'm like, well, you know. So Vero, it actually everything is in chronological order. They're doing a whole big push where the first million uh, people to subscribe across the globe will be able to get in for free but after the first million they're going to be charging a small subscription fee and that's how they say they are going to keep away ads from your feed okay and it seems to be a weird mashup of a lot of existing social media platforms so it's got almost like a story kind of vibe feature which is kind of how your story feed sort of appears on facebook but they're focusing on images so like instagram, instagram. and they they are sort of highlighting i don't want to say influencers but it's kind of you know, giving them a bigger platform. Mm. And, you know, if I join Instagram, for example, it's just I can follow whoever and there's no sort of way to filter how I share content. Um, with Vero, you can actually choose whether this person is an acquaintance, a friend, or a close friend. Ah, which is and like that, Google Circles almost. Kind of. Remember so that? that's why I say yeah. it, it brings through a lot of different elements from a lot of different platforms mm. to give you this thing. So whether it's actually going to catch on or not, or whether this is going to be a hype thing, like remember the Allo app from like, a year ago, two years ago, where it only ever said one thing and you yes. tap it. And it it's yeah, it, that's all it did. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope it's not that. But at the same time, you know, there's obviously questions about how secure is your information, your okay. identity, all of those things. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Interesting. All right. We'll keep our ear on that. And thanks very much. You can keep your finger on the pulse for us, BP. Yeah. Uh, tech updates Tuesdays. Go tech right here on Fast Forward with me, Sean. BP's back again next week. Uh, social medias. Where do people find you again? It's Brendan NCT. Spell the Brendan for us. B-R-E-N-D-O-N. O-N. Yes. Yes. Very nice. Brendan Peterson here again next week, Tuesday. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Now.